equipment breakdown, you get a bill out of nowhere, and you know, this list goes on and on and on, and it's kind of normal, all these expenses that come out of nowhere uh, in our restaurant business. And today I'm gonna share with you four tips that are practical tips on how to avoid unexpected expenses in your restaurant. So here's the thing, expenses will happen in your restaurant, a lot of them. And so some are expected, some are unexpected. And that is what we're talking about, how to have less of those OC moments that you, it comes out of nowhere, these bills that come out of nowhere. And I'm gonna give you four practical tips. Before then, my name is Hingham and this is Making Dough Show. We talk about making dough in the restaurant business. My husband and I, we own a couple of pizzerias in the San Antonio area. And if this is your first time, consider subscribing to the show. We're on all podcast platforms. We're on YouTube as well. And uh, yeah, you can uh, go to our website. We have a lot of free resources as well on www.makingdoughshow.com. So the first thing I wanted to share with you is having a proactive versus a reactive approach when it comes to expenses in your restaurant. So what do I mean by that? Is that, again, equipment will break down. Let's start with the AC because it's expensive to purchase a new AC. And as I'm talking about this, summer is approaching very fast here uh, for our main restaurant here, and uh, we have to replace the AC. So there are two things. The proactive way of doing that is you setting money aside. You're going to need probably about $12,000. Having a plan for it, are you going to get a loan? Are you going to kind of have savings? You're going to pay for it. So a proactive way is you setting a budget for this equipment that you need, whether it's being in this case, the AC, um, or the AC uh, breaks and you're going to have technicians coming out there. And we're in Texas, as I mentioned. So that's a severe problem. If the AC breaks down for whatever reason, God forbid, and technicians come out and they're like, Oh, the AC is done. Uh, it is out of the coolant liquid and you need a new AC. And that's going to be $12,000. And, uh, so when that happens, that's going to hurt. That is an unexpected expense because we didn't see that coming. We weren't proactive. We did not set a budget for this thing. Uh, one year, I mean, again, the AC is coming up in the next couple of months for us. One year, our water heater broke down at the at the restaurant. And that was nine thousand dollars that we had to pay to get the new water heater or something at the restaurant. I mean, we didn't. Who knew? I mean, that was our. First, you know, I think it was the first year in our business. We didn't know how much water heater is, and we were like, anyways, but. You got my point. Proactive approach to your equipment breaking down, which is a common chubby kind of an expense in the restaurant. Another proactive approach is you having a maintenance budget, you maintaining your equipment in the restaurant. For example, in the case of AC, at this case, you paying a company that come out like quarterly, that's going to cost like $300, uh, maybe a quarter or something like that, depending on where you're located. And they come in and they change the the liquid thing in there and give you a status update of your your equipment. You may need to indeed uh, set a budget for your maintenance, because if you have a better maintenance, you can make your equipments last longer or if the equipment is dying you will be able to get a notice a little bit sooner to have a game plan for when they do die because sooner or later they all die you know what i'm saying so that was that set a budget and have a proactive approach to to that the other thing is a lot of services that we sign up for we have got to read the fine print. I think a lot of times we're busy, we're exhausted. Um, the sales rep comes in and sells us something. It's a service. It's a software. It doesn't matter what it is. They sell you this thing because they, they're fighting for their own families and you and I are fighting for our 
our own families. So you need to read the fine print um, and always have an exit strategy. No matter what, how good the service is, you need to have an exit strategy. So let's talk about a few things. One is how much is a setup fee? Uh, how much is a cancellation fee? What if things don't work out? I'm going to tell you this. Once we had a contract with them, I did not know when we bought the restaurant. It just kind of transferred uh, years ago. And we were not doing well in sales. So we were trying to chop costs of different things that we had. And I called them and I said, you know, what's, what's it going to take for us to cancel the service? And they're like, oh, it's a three-year contract. And I was like, average small business don't make it three years. Like, like one out of every three or four small businesses make it to their third year of business. And you giving me a three-year contract? And it was, sorry. Sorry, ADT, that was your policy six years ago. I don't know what it is now. But anyways, <laughs> the contract, what are you signing up for? And what is going to be the cancellation fee? you getting out of that contract sooner than what the contract says. You need to have all the facts before you enter a deal. A lot of times you sign up for things and there is a promotional period for that, whether it's a phone service or different services. They have a promotional period. And after six months, without notice, the prices go up. So you need to know how long is the promotional period, what's going to be afterwards, and things like that. And I always like to ask, what is it, what are other hidden fees that I don't know about, right, you know, that I have not asked you. So get the sales rep to tell you any other hidden fees. But above all, read the fine print, because whatever you're signing is whatever you agree to, and you can't go back to that. We are just going through uh, one of those issues right now, and that kind of hurts. It's a software we signed up for. We paid $3,000 for the software. It's a restaurant and bookkeeping kind of a package. We paid $3,000 for and uh, at this time, we've not even set up the software, and I'm trying to request a refund, and uh, it's not working out. And I'm not going to say the name of the company at this time. But anyways, read the fine print. They're out there to get you. If you have that mindset to know they're always out there to get you, especially if you're a small business, you've got to cover all your sides. You know what I'm saying. Okay. The third tip I have for you is sooner or later your equipments will break down. It's a fact of life. You will figure that out. And you need to have a strategy whenever they send a technician out. One question I have for you, do you have a company for every different, you have a plumber, you have an electrician, you have an AC company you work with, or it's a kitchen equipment repair company you work with. You need to have those sorted out. Uh, either interviewed or look up the reviews when you don't need to do those things that goes about the proactive approach that you have those points of contacts and those companies selected based on the reviews or what have you so when you need them you already have somebody to send your managers and be like hey look up that company or call that company does that make sense because when for example your make line is down you need a solution now and when you're desperate you may call a company that may not have the best reputation or whatever, or you're not able to do your due diligence researching that company, and you get bamboozed, um, and it doesn't feel very good because <laughs> it's expensive. So when it comes to technicians that come out, um, there are four different fees that you need to consider. You may have really tasted the sour taste yourself. One is the travel fee. Uh, one is, is their per hour how much they charge so when you are asking them to come out you need to ask them what is your travel charge your trip charge they're going to tell you it's 150 to 200 some odd dollars even if they do not fix whatever it is that they said they were going to fix you know once we had our make line breakdown at that time we had no money the second year we were in in this business uh, uh, two guys came out to fix our make line they worked on it for two hours and they could not fix it and we still had to pay seven hundred dollars 
for them not fixing it. And I was outraged because I was like, wait a minute, I can have that job. I can go to 10 different restaurants every month and tell them I can't fix it 10 times uh, $700. That's 7K a month. That's not too shabby. I mean, what is this that you have to pay people for even not fixing it as though like I can serve a pizza to a customer without serving it for it not like anyways, but that is the the world we live in. And I don't want to go there because we can't change that unless you have solutions for it. But so one is again, the travel feeds about 150 plus. The other one is a lot of these technicians charge $100 an hour, depending on where you're located. Here where we're at, it's about 100 bucks an hour, and that's why it's incredibly important for you to be there when a technician arrives and stay next to them at all times. As they're working, walk with them. They're going to call their headquarters, uh, whoever, stalling because they want 100 bucks an hour. I'm going to tell you this, my background is in engineering, and an engineer, unless you're a nuclear scientist or something, you don't make 100 bucks an hour, but that's besides the point again. Um, we're not changing that. So you need to be there at all times when a technician is in your restaurant, and you need to ask questions um, to make sure that you're understanding what on earth they're doing and they're not BSing you. Um, and from their body language, you will know because then the other thing is watch and learn what they're doing because next time if something happens, you're able to do it like a quick diagnosis yourself before needing to rely on a technician, if that makes sense. So that's that per average, per hour, how much it is. The other thing is once they diagnose the problem with your equipment, they're going to want to order parts. So one thing is the parts and how much it is. The other thing is the expedited shipping for the parts. So for example, we have our conveyor oven the bottom uh, conveyor is for example not working and they need parts and it is Tuesday and we need that bottom oven to work by Friday so you need to pay expedited shipping for that part also that's going to be expensive so you really need to have money set aside for your equipment those are your expensive assets whether it's for maintenance for repair for purchasing new ones those are fat expenses in your business. Last but not least, my fourth tip in how to avoid uh, unexpected expenses in your restaurant is that you need to be organized. And again, I know and this is really famous. It's kind of rare to go to a restaurant office and for it to be actually neat. And yes, I know we don't get paid for it. And the offices tend to be very small. And I know why that is because that doesn't make you money and you need dining room space. And yes, yes, yes. That's why it's important for us to rely on a system like a Google Calendar to send you reminders. For instance, you know, our TABC license, our uh, Texas alcohol and our wine and uh, beer and wine license is expiring in the next month, and that's $2,000, right? So, for example, or there are different insurance, workman's comp, this, this, they're like four to 5K a month, the whole kind of insurance, business insurances you need to pay for every year. That could be four to 5K a year. So if you knew exactly when they're going to be coming up, oh, that's in October, or that one is in this, then you can proactively save up for it. So it's not unexpected, do you know what I mean? So the fact that you have those expenses alone, they are painful. You don't need the extra stress of the unexpected affair of you getting a bill in the mail and you'd be like, oh, see, I forgot about this. Uh, Another tip I have for you in terms of being organized is every October, again, and I'm not a CPA or anything, so do your own, I'm not making legal suggestions. For us, one of the things we've learned after a horrid experience Um, is that you need to meet with your CPA around like every October. Set a reminder on your Google Calendar to set an appointment for somebody to review your tax, whatever, for the three quarters of the year so you have an idea of how much you're going to owe 
by the end of the year. One year, we did not do that for sure that we got a slap on the face and it hurt a lot, is that it was already like March when we cleaned up our books and the CPA is like, we owe $18,000. I'm like, what? We've already paid so much tax. No, we owe $18,000. We could have bought equipment. We could have, you know, and you, when you buy equipment, you can do depreciation and blah, blah, blah. We could have invested it back into the business. No, we had to write Uncle Sam a fat check for $18,000. And that hurt, friend, because we did not, looking into this in October proactively to know, hey, wait a minute, we already, like, are going to owe. We have this last quarter to figure out what's going to be our tax strategy to lower our taxes before the year ends. So that is um, um, another experience. A lot of punches in the face you get in this business. You already know that. But anyways, those are four tips that I have for you uh, when it comes to avoiding unexpected expenses in the restaurant business. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Have you been slapped in the face by a big bill that it was unexpected? I'd love to hear your horror stories and, and laugh about it now just exactly because you can't do anything about it, I know. So thank you so much for watching it. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Be sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel, on the podcast. If you have any questions, any thoughts, any feedback, any suggestion, I would love to hear from you. And you can always email me at team at makingdoughshow.com. I'm with that. Let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.